wow that's terrifying yeah so <laughs> that is absolutely we, we literally shut down set for like an hour just trying oh, to figure sure, out make sure yeah. everybody's okay make sure that guy is taken care of yeah i'm sure the uh, i'm sure the cop the cops came and immediately yeah. arrested him. yeah i'm sure my name is west Givens, and welcome back to the tungsten originals podcast you just heard part of the conversation that i had with a really good friend of mine seth cunningham he's a great friend of the show and we've been trying to get him on the podcast for a while now And the reason this podcast is going up on Sunday rather than Friday is because this weekend we've been on set shooting his short film. In this episode, we cover problem solving in the filmmaking and Seth tells his craziest on set story. And stay tuned to find out if you are the lucky winner of our very first merch giveaway. So sit back, relax and enjoy episode 15 of the Tungsten Originals podcast. Seth, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Anytime. How are you yeah. doing? I'm doing good. We yeah. have we have had an interesting week. Yes. And weeks. Uh, and weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so we are working on two projects. Two projects. Together this yeah. quarter. We are working on your web series, Reconnection. Reconnection, yeah. And uh, The last episode. Yeah, the Final last episode. episode. And I'm directing it mm-hmm. and acting in it. And yes. you're like show would I'm, i've been referring to you as like showrunner to people that's how i'd initially yeah. uh, describe it um it was actually really complicated going and trying to figure out a what to name myself yeah. and b what kind of authority to yeah. carry yeah um and that's like been kind of like this kind of path that i'm trying to figure out throughout the entire process totally uh yeah, actually, i want to dive into that in a second oh, for yeah. sure okay. yeah. yeah so yeah. this weekend we're working on your a short film of yours for a class at SCAD yeah. called directing the narrative and i'm producing that and you're directing that mm-hmm. um but yeah for those who don't know seth is a big friend of the show we've Woo! mentioned you like <laughs> sev- so many times it's like yeah. an easter egg when you've yeah. been mentioned how many seths <laughs> yeah exactly. Put that in the comments <laughs> yeah seriously we were in film 100 together correct mundo and that was the first time that we had ever worked on like worked together at all what was your official role on that because uh, i like helped our friend taylor wedding who was shooting your short this weekend i helped her write it and i acted in it and were you like producer yeah okay. i was essentially a producer and also gaffer because i yeah. could not get a gaffer so then <laughs> yeah. it was my responsibility yeah to gaff um yeah yeah, so I was kind of doing both of those roles. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was it was a very interesting first set, but it I think was. it was a fun and I I we continuously work with the same people yeah, who were on exactly. that first set. Yeah. A lot, we so. really do. Like Lizzie who worked on 38 was there. Yeah. Taylor obviously, Kara was the first mm-hmm. AD and she's yeah. still like working with us. So. Like Tommy uh, Riley, yep. there's a bunch of people who yeah. are just like, "Oh yeah, you were you were there in the beginning." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cuz I think it's it's interesting to like kind of go through a timeline of films at scab because you really you really get to know people on set like that's an intimate thing to be working in such close quarters and such high stress and like situations a lot of times like it's very very long hours and like you literally just when you leave you just sleep and then come back like you spend like your entire weekend slash like weeks with these people yeah exactly and you can become like you either become really close or you really hate each other yeah yeah and i think like that's like why like the film industry is so um about like who you know is because like you have to like like working with that person because you literally live with them (laughs) yeah exactly and yeah what i've been i've thought about this recently i'm like it's totally about like someone could audition for like a role but if they're a huge asshole yeah they, they can be a great actor and like terrible to work with but if someone comes in after them and they're like not the best actor but they're obviously gonna be like someone that who is like 
able to work with others and stuff like chances are that person will be chosen yeah. because at, Nine times at the, out of ten. yeah at the end of the day it's like you don't want to be around assholes yeah yeah and you <laughs> so, want someone to like collaborate with yeah, yeah like, like exactly you have like sh- film is stressful <laughs> it is, film it is, is so, so stressful, stressful which is what we're going to talk about today <laughs> yeah it's so stressful so like just one less person to like not make it stressful or maybe yeah. even like help it <laughs> proceed yeah. against not stressful exactly because at the end of the day they would slow down yeah the production slow down the production know? and just yeah. maybe not even make it as good yeah exactly so since film 100 you have always <laughs> in my mind been this person that just knows everything about film oh, like even that's starting in that so wrong <laughs> <laughs> you you put on a good front that you do because everyone like you know all the all the film people at scad like people will reach out to me and they're like do you know anyone that does this and and i just go to you you're like my proxy <laughs> for like the rest of the department um because you've worked on so so many projects so before SCAD, what's your film timeline? Because I, I, I realized, like, whenever, you know, you agreed to be on the podcast that, like, I don't know what your background is. I know we both liked Film Riot and watched him growing up. Oh, yeah. But that's, like, everyone. So, like, yeah, like did you make did. a bunch of stuff? Like, just kind of walk me through, you know, discovering that you wanted to do film and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, in about, like, elementary, middle school, I did not want to do film okay. at all. Yeah. At all. Um, but my neighbors had this, like, little... Um, it was like an iTouch, but it was an iTouch like camera thing. Okay. Um, and so we filmed a bunch of like stupid little videos. There's this app that makes it all look like Super 8 film. Okay. And so yeah. we filmed it on that. I think it was yeah. like right when Super 8, the movie came out. Oh, uh, nice. back to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we made a bunch of like videos on that and I hated it. <laughs> I hated <laughs> really? it. Didn't, didn't like it. Like the process or the final um, product or what? The, probably more like the process. Okay, um, yeah. More towards middle school, we, I started to like it more and more, and we got like the like you know like the camcord, and we started yeah. this YouTube channel, and we started to upload, and then once we started to do that, I kind of really got into like planning it out, making it, okay. and just like the whole like shoot, edit, repeat kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Right, shoot, um, edit, repeat. Right, exactly. Shoot, repeat. Yeah. I have that shirt. Yeah, I um, have that hoodie. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what else were you interested at the time? You know, was like film, did everyone know Seth is like the creative person? Not at all. Okay. Um, (laughs) I still don't think, uh, I'm creative. What? (laughs) Yeah. How? Um, (laughs) You, you know, you're directing tomorrow, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but jumping back into that. Yeah. Yeah. What was the question? (laughs) Like what, what did, what did people know you as growing up? What else were you interested in? Because I was like a huge nerd that was into like space and stuff. Oh yeah. I was a very big nerd into uh, video games, but also um, psychology. I was really, really big. I wanted to be psychiatrist when I grew up. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, and I was like all into that crime stuff, you know, like the true crime that's like totally. blowing up now. Yeah. That was like me in middle school. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so like nice. I, I've been through that phase already. Yeah. And so I, I I couldn't get enough of that. I watched like yeah. any crime show, like read all the books, like okay. anything, gotcha. like researched all like the, the, any type of just, uh, what's... like crime or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Just anything. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, really. Okay. I, got, I went deep. Yeah. <laughs> the dark deep. Yeah, a little too deep. Yeah. So when did you start? When did it come to the time of you're like, okay, I'm going to like make movies as a career. I'm going to go to film school. Because that's like a huge distinction. Because some people, I mean, you could make movies for fun forever. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I feel like whenever you commit to film school, it's like, all right, this is what I'm doing. So it was probably um, halfway through my high school career. Okay. I transferred schools. Okay. And I had a lot of friends there and a lot of them had a lot of problems. Yeah. And so I would always be like the consulting person. Yeah. And 
I realized I didn't want to do that for a career. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Yeah, that's <laughs> so fair. So I was like, oh, wait, you know what? Like, because yeah. you know, a lot of times people like don't like actually do the advice you totally, say yeah. and then they come back with like the same problem and you're just like <laughs> yeah exactly okay yeah. and i feel like that's i like... am that person <laughs> <laughs> and i feel like that's uh that happens a lot in uh psychology and psychiatry totally, yeah um so i was like you know what maybe not for me <laughs> um and then so I, I like i said i was really getting into the video making with my uh my neighbors and the main uh person who helped me with the videos uh we collaborated together was davis byers shout out to davis shout out to davis he's an architecture major uh major he's wow. amazing um, is he at scat no 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 oh, he okay. uh goes to mississippi state actually wow yeah what uh that's i've been there a few so times close. i've got many friends there mm -hmm. wow and i will say to the state this he is way better at photos than i will ever be <laughs> okay he's gotcha. really really creative with photos and like you cool. should check out his instagram yeah cool we'll link stuff. it in the description for sure but yeah so me and him got like really into making these videos and mm -hmm. we started this channel and it was very it was all comedy like very goofy stuff like sketches and that type of yeah, thing okay. sketches um and then we'd like do like different type of content like kind yeah. of uh, throwback videos where we'd show some of our like older like middle school stuff and like yeah. make fun of it and commentary on it <laughs> okay nice um but then we started to really make series and i think that's okay. like where i separated from davis because davis was starting to realize he really liked architecture and gotcha. that stuff yeah and i was like really getting into like formatted like stuff like okay we're gonna go okay. shoot this day yeah yeah, yeah. Make we, this have thing. we have a script we have stuff like that yeah. yeah and so i started doing this uh my first series ever was called names okay and it was based on the anime death note <laughs> okay, if you're nice. familiar with yes, it yes i am and vaguely familiar with uh, it, yeah so original story same concept okay um and i'm actually still kind of proud of it still awesome. to this day um there obviously there's a million things i that i look at and i cringe at oh of course but like, yeah totally i think it's better than the netflix adaption <laughs> <laughs> nice. that's nice. saying anything <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah so you started making these series by the time, you know, the whole college decision came around. Mm -hmm. Did you kind of already know like ahead of time, like, yeah, I'm going to go to like at least get a creative degree or were you like, I'll probably get a business degree and do film as a backup or something? I, I definitely like sophomore year in high school. Once I started getting more into like the schedule, like we're yeah. going to film this stuff, we're going to make it yeah. uh, like just getting in that process and knowing like every bit of the film process and learning like, Oh, I love this stuff and people yeah. can get paid to it. And I love like yeah. every aspect of it, Yeah, which was really hard for me first coming to Scott because I like didn't know I remember what, that, yeah. what part I wanted to be. I was yeah. like, I know all these things. Yeah. I would like a little bit about all of them, but yeah. what should I actually focus on and learn more about? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, once I kind of like started doing that, yeah. I was like, I could do this forever and be happy nice um so that's kind of when i made my decision okay gotcha. um but scad was like definitely not a choice for me okay at all funny enough really okay yeah uh my my big like college on the hill yeah was uh ut actually interesting yeah okay and i think a big part of that was i was and still am a big fan of a production company called rooster teeth uh, yes of might have heard of them yes um and they take a lot of their internships out of ut and oh. so i was like that's what i'm gonna do so you're talking about university of texas yes okay i thought you yeah. about university of tennessee, tennessee. At first. Okay. oh fair enough because yeah, my mom went to ut so that's what i was thinking yeah they're both yeah. ut that's yeah. weird yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should fix that so the, so that was you were imagining that as like an in to yeah to rooster teeth okay gotcha yeah. that's smart thinking yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> you're like setting planned. yourself up <laughs> i pretty much had like it all planned out yeah. and then i didn't get in <laughs> oh damn okay yeah. gotcha so um then i was just kind of like looking around and scad kind of was the the best option i could think yeah. of yeah yeah was this at this time were you living in alabama i was living in alabama tuscaloosa okay. alabama tuscaloosa so like it was either 
drive several hours east or drive several hours west that was it i'm okay. driving somewhere <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly that's kind of how i was too i was like i know it's not going to be in mississippi <laughs> yeah, yeah you know yeah because i've wanted to get out for sure you're still i know a huge fan of rooster teeth right very much so so is that they obviously do more like online content is that something that you would prefer to move into like out of short films and that type of thing so that's something i've been like thinking about a lot yeah in the terms of what content i want to create in the future yeah uh i probably really really don't want to create like network tv stuff slash like yeah. you know like basic tv stuff yeah even though that's honestly where the most money is in it film really is it yeah. really really is if you like especially just... if you're like a low-level crew member mm -hmm. you can get those jobs just back to back mm -hmm. and like sitcoms like like any of that stuff like you get like residuals and all that like yep. it's you make a lot of money yeah. in that uh field um, but that's just, it's not creatively stimulating for me. Yeah. And also just like, even if it was like a, a single like plot thing, yeah. I feel like I'd get burnt out cause it'd be like on season six and I'd be like, I'm totally I'm done. Like I yeah. can't, uh, I the need story to is the like exhausted. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I really like the idea of, um, kind of like shorter, like one season series, like, yeah. uh, hunting of a hill house. Like that's okay. a contained gotcha. story. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're gonna have another season, but it's gonna be like a completely separate story and all that. Oh. So I really okay, like American Horror Story kind of like American okay. Horror Story. Gotcha. Uh, I think TV. I I like to make content TV like that, where like yeah. you kind of start something new every time. Yeah. Something recently happened with Netflix, uh, a series that came out that I really really love. It's an anthology series. It's called uh, I think Love, Death, and Robots. Okay, I've heard of it. Yeah. Um, absolutely amazing. Okay. It's uh, made. Uh, a lot by this company called Blur, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And this is like a visual effects company. Yeah. And they actually did some Halo cutscenes, and so that's that's where Whoa. I knew them from. And so I was like that's really, really cool. excited when they when I heard they made this series. Yeah. So I watched it, and pretty much each one of them is a short film. It's like that's cool. Um, and it ranges anywhere from like six to fourteen. Most of them are around ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, but it's like a short uh, sci-fi film, and it could mm -hmm. be any anywhere. And like there's like twenty of them. Okay. And like it's super binge worthy, but like yeah. you sit down, you watch two of them, like eat breakfast, and like yeah. you go. And I think like that content, especially in this day and age of people want like quicker content that totally. is like self contained, that they yeah. don't need to commit a whole amount of time for yeah. a whole series. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to start catching on a lot. Definitely. And so, um, yeah. Like shorter anthology, like clips are yeah. I think, all the way to go. Yeah. And especially like I. On YouTube now, you can, or at least on the YouTube app, you can look at your watch time, which mm -hmm. is uh, kind of scary because yeah, you yeah. can see how much of your life you're just throwing away. But I've realized like there are people that are always watching the movies, watching mm -hmm. movies like, you know, yeah. that's just kind of how they entertain themselves at night and i'm always in the thought process of like oh, i don't have the time but then i go back and i look at the time that i watch youtube videos like, and it's like I several movies time. yeah mm -hmm. i'm like i totally have the time but it is that commitment of like i see a five minute youtube video and i'm like yeah i got five minutes mm -hmm. like i can just sit down and crank that one out and i think that is super appealing and i think that also ties into like why shows will just release things all at once because yeah. it's like you can watch it whenever is you know like good for you mm -hmm. you know um so i do want to talk about uh a reconnection because okay. that's a huge project that we're both a part of but before we do that i want to announce the winner of the Ooh. hat giveaway so for those who don't know <laughs> we finally have tungsten merch we've got a hat and a shirt um they are both designed by me and we have an etsy shop up where you can buy them and the product pictures are all taken by hunter hill 
um, who was uh, our photographer at Tungsten, and he is fantastic. So shout out to him for that. Links to his work is in the uh, the description. But um, yeah, so to celebrate um, dropping the merch, we decided to do a, a little hat giveaway on Instagram, oh, yeah. which went really well. Um, it's like our most engaged post <laughs> because <laughs> um, so many people were commenting and stuff, which is like really awesome to hear. Um, so yeah, basically... The rules were you had to tag three friends, uh, like the post, follow the mm-hmm. Instagram, and that's like one entry. But then if you followed our other social media stuff, like YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, you would get additional entries. So there were three people that have four entries. Oh, so they wow. have the They're... highest chances. Yeah. Man. Um, and everyone else has, uh, you know, just the one. But basically, I put them in an Excel spreadsheet. Uh, the top line is like the categories, uh, but the numbers of submissions goes from two to 28 and everyone has like a number assigned to their name and like the people who have multiple ones like there's a guy who has uh four entries and his number is like from 12 to 15 so if any of those numbers get chosen you know he will win the hat but uh yeah the um what's it called uh giveaway ended last night uh so we could announce it um we were going to record last night but we got caught up with production stuff which mm. we are going to dive into oh um, oh, oh boy <laughs> a little bit uh and um yeah so here we are to announce it so seth i want you to do the honors oh boy the... watch me not be able to pronounce this person's name <laughs> or watch you so sorry. you win because you did enter in so. <laughs> oh man i think right no Oh, you didn't? No, I don't oh, think okay. I did. Okay, I don't see your name on here. Yeah. Okay, that was probably a damage control thing. Me. That's what it was. Yeah. Lizzie tagged you. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Okay, that's how. Yeah. That's how I saw your name. All right. So it is set up. All you have to Blizzard. do is hit that generate button. All right. And we will. Here we are. We will announce it live. We have no idea who is going to win. Drum roll, please. Oh man, I cannot pronounce this person's last name. <laughs> oh boy, who is it? Uh, it is uh, Megan. Megan Shoning. Shoning. Megan Shoning. Megan Shoning, congrats on winning. She only had one submission, so that's pretty hey, pretty solid. Hey, the odds were in your favor. <laughs> Megan, congrats actually, on winning the hat. Not at all. Um, she actually goes to SCAD. Oh. She uh, was in my production class. Oh, yeah. And okay. I'm taking a class with her right now, actually. So, congrats, Megan. We well, will be contacting you about getting be... your address and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. There you go. She'll be easier to spot now with yeah, uh, exactly Tungsten. with the tungsten. I'll hat. be able to. Oh, that's that's Megan. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, congrats. Thanks to everyone who entered into the giveaway. It was a bunch of fun. I definitely want to do one with the shirt. That well, shirt is so cool. Yeah, like, I'm really. I, I'm gonna look really it like four times on that. Okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah, I'm really proud of the shirt. I really like that style of like the thank you bags with the text repeating. Mm-hmm. I've like used that yeah. so many times. You have. You I really have. have. <laughs> so yeah, if you uh, want to purchase some merch, it literally directly goes so we can like make stuff like this podcast Mm -hmm. and the set that we're working on this weekend and other projects like that so it's like a really great way to support tungsten the etsy shop is linked in the description search tungsten originals on etsy and you'll see our stuff we got the hat and the shirt and of course we'll have more stuff coming soon i want to do like stickers and patches and stuff like that you know i want to be able to get where we can just like give stickers away you know because there's no point like selling those that's because <laughs> they're uh, so cheap that's what i do for kevin kevin uh oh, yeah. he was on yeah. the show uh earlier yeah we interviewed him for element yeah i have like 80 of his stickers <laughs> in my wallet literally like right there and 
whenever like I get into a conversation with somebody that lasts more than 15 seconds, <laughs> I hand them a sticker. Yeah. yeah, I remember we were location scouting for reconnection and you walked beside a thing and like some like a phone booth or whatever type thing and you just like put a little sticker up. <laughs> it's a it's a fun way to advertise. Um but yeah, the link to that is in the description. Thanks to everyone who submitted. It was a bunch of fun to do it. And Megan will be getting you that hat real soon. Oh boy. Um, so I want to talk about Reconnection because oh <laughs> it's a super cool project. Mm -hmm. um, and I just want you to like explain what the story is. And then we can talk about, you know, the first three episodes that we've been making and stuff like that. Okay. So I kind of first thought of the story or thought of the story last summer. Uh, I was in California kind of looking for a internship slash job. Uh, that didn't turn out very well. Um, but I got <laughs> a lot relatable. of time to think. <laughs> and I really wanted to make something that I could collaborate with a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, and then people could do different jobs on different, like, episodes, essentially. Because I, I okay. knew I wanted to do some kind of web series thing. Cause yeah, I, an episodic thing. That's uh, something I'm familiar with and I can know I can yeah. do well or at least do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just do, period. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I pretty much thought of this girl. She's a pro gamer mm -hmm. and she gets recruited by the simulation agency to pretty much go inside this video game simulation and save a bunch of people who are trapped inside of it. And so each episode is a different style of video game. Mm -hmm. And so that allows like a different director and DP to come in and kind of give it its own feel yeah. for each type of video game. And so I really yeah. love like that aspect of the show to be able just to have something unique in each episode yeah. but still have like an overlying uh, storyline. Yeah, I think that's what makes it super unique is that you directed episode one. Mm -hmm. Kira, who we've worked with several times, directed episode two. And then I'm directing episode three. And yeah. it's like, I'm really interested to see how they like mold together because of yeah. course we all differ in ways, but like you said, it's connected by the overall overall story. Overall yeah. story. And the first episode was a shooter game style. Mm -hmm. And the second one was a horror, horror game, which we shot in a, an old abandoned prison, yeah. which was... Uh amazing yeah i mean i of course didn't have to worry about the logistics i'm sure the logistics of that <laughs> was, was like the biggest pain in the ass right square yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh also allergies there's a huge thing on that set. yeah everyone was like coming down with something um, yeah there was a bunch probably because like, that prison was very old very very old <laughs> and now episode three is like an rpg gta style game yeah and i'm directing it and i've oh, got boy. big shoes to fill because <laughs> the first two episodes were great i'm excited um, i think it's gonna be a bunch of fun so we've made one episode a quarter yeah so this is the, this is the third and quote-unquote final episode that you're making at yeah. least why do it yourself because it's really expensive you know like of course we can rent equipment from scad but I mean, you, you have to pay for locations. You have to feed this huge crew. I mean, you know, with last episode, you had to get an Airbnb like yeah. three hours away. Yeah. Um, so why give yourself all this stress? Because we're not getting class credit for this. No, you know, not, this not is at all. Purely a passion project. Mm -hmm. So I've worked on both kind of school collaborative and independent projects. Yeah. And I feel like the best sets, both product wise and just kind of experience wise, have been the ones that are kind of closer to the heart and totally. closer held by like students i was on this huge set it was called odyssey a star wars story yeah that's probably one of my best experiences on the set like ever yeah like it, it ran so smoothly everyone was having a lovely time yeah and the, the product's amazing yeah I love purely it. a passion project too purely a passion project yeah and i just think like they know what kind of story they want to tell and yeah. they they have the funds to tell it and they they, they go and do it mm -hmm. i think a big problem that comes in sometimes when dealing with outside sources is they kind of they want an ends mean 
a, a kind of an end goal, but like yeah. that kind of affects the story. And so yeah. I think that's that's something I'd wanted to avoid. I wanted to make sure mm-hmm. I, wanted, I could tell a story in the way I wanted to tell it and totally. be able to bring in different directors and yeah. directors that I wanted to bring in and not have just someone randomly thrown in and not yeah. be able to really tell the the kind of story I wanted them yeah, to tell. Yeah, exactly. So that's a lot of trust that you're giving to these directors. And I feel very honored that you, you know, are <laughs> trusting me with, you know, the third episode, uh, especially considering it's like, you know, the final one that we're going to be shooting. How do you decide who to trust? But also like we were talking about at the very, very beginning of the podcast, where do you draw that line in terms of your authority versus the director's authority? So yeah, that's something I'm still figuring out as yeah. I go. Cause as, as, as before I was saying, like, I wanted a bunch of people to play different roles in each episode. Yeah. Uh, it's all, this series is a lot about learning too, just cause we are yeah. students. We're all trying to learn. And I wanted to go into that with that kind of mindset. Not mm-hmm. like this is a professional like set, like we're going to like do everything right. Totally, yeah. We're going to mess up a bunch. We're going to, yeah. you know, we're going to, we're going to learn as we go, but like, yeah. it's going to be great, mm-hmm. you know, and we're going to be very proud of the, the final product. Yeah. So I, I talked to a lot of uh, professors actually oh, okay. who've worked in like network television yeah. that, that kind of have a showrunner kind of thing and kind okay. of talk with them about where the showrunner comes in and all that. Gotcha. And then I, gave a lot more freedom because apparently okay. they almost control everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I I worked on a uh, pilot. Okay. And it was an amazing pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had a very big case of um, impersonal, what is it called? Uh, imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. That's a really big thing for me gotcha. as a director. Yeah. Uh, I always feel uh, like I... I'm not deserving of the position, right? Yeah, and so that's I something that. I really wanted to make sure uh, the directors that came in wouldn't feel. So I try to like have them as free range as possible. Yeah. Like I kind of talk to them about the stories yeah. and kind of like this This is where we need to be and this is where we need to go. Mm-hmm. Um, this character kind of needs to go through this arc. Yeah. You can do it however you want to though. Mm-hmm. Like this is up to you and I, I, I like your work. I trust you to do this. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, I, I kind of hang out on set here and there. Yeah. And if something's not kind of going away, I, I try to talk to the directors yeah. and be like, hey, I think it should be like this. Yeah. Or I talk to the DP and it's like, hey, this kind of has a weird feel. Yeah. Can you talk to the director? Yeah. Uh, figure this out. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I remember we were doing a location scout for uh, this episode and it was for the bar because a mm-hmm. lot of it takes place inside of a bar. And I was asking you like, well, what are you thinking? And and we're like, we're literally like walking from bar to bar like, yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in downtown Savannah. And you're like, well, it's up to you. And I, and I was trying to figure out where the line was drawn, yeah, you know, yeah. because I feel a lot of pressure in a good way. It's like mm-hmm. a good kind of pressure because I want to give you a good product because mm-hmm. it is your story. And this is the first time I've like directed someone else's script, yeah. which is an interesting which is- experience very valuable to learn i i was blessed with the opportunity to do that um with an amazing writer uh for the musical last quarter or last year yeah and apparently like really that's if you're directing in the industry most of the time it's going to be for somebody else's career yeah so i think it's really really important to get that practice at film school totally because i think a lot of um directors don't yeah it's like you you write and you direct and that's Mm. you know because everyone in film school wants to direct or a lot of people want to direct at film school yeah so you know that's the cliche answer (laughs) yeah no one wants to give up their their role to direct totally so to let somebody else kind of work with working with a script that's not theirs yeah and so i think that's really important and that was somewhere i wanted to grow too i also wanted to kind of grow as a writer being able to work with directors yeah i've only written for myself yeah and so i wanted to work with 
directors and be yeah. like, okay, like it, it was very interesting working with like Kiera because she yeah. has. We went through this horror, which is the second episode, yeah. and, and she's written, a big horror fan. She's right? huge on horror. She knows like all the ins and outs. <laughs> yeah, and totally. I, I, I know like crime. I know true crime well, and I know a little bit of horror. Okay, gotcha. But I don't know the most about horror. So like yeah. kind of working with her and like pacing wise and like yeah. the amount of action versus dialogue. And like a lot of that, like mm-hmm. was come um, kind of give and take between us. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I so think it was an important learning process. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I've learned a bunch even being in front of the camera for the first two episodes. So I was just thinking about how there hasn't been any crowdfunding campaign for it. I feel like a lot no. of people. Um, <laughs> I feel like a lot of people Ooh. would. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people would take that route, especially when you're making basically three. 15 minute short films that require a bunch of production i mean we shot episode one in the fall and it's still in post you Mm -hmm. know it just takes a while to get this i swear almost almost done super close two weeks weeks, really yeah that's what i heard from our uh sound supervisor hell yeah that's good to hear why didn't you do a crowdfunding campaign and why are you like you know i feel like some people would maybe want to write a treatment and then pitch it to people and Mm -hmm. then have it made but you're kind of doing it to where you're making like a solid proof of concept like it's even more of a proof of concept it's like already a product Mm -hmm. that you're making so what motivated you to take that route and go into a bunch of debt (laughs) yeah um honestly though (laughs) let's be honest um i don't know how i really feel about kickstarter if i was gonna do a kickstarter i wanted to do it for like one thing and i decided that was gonna be my senior I didn't want okay. to do like one Kickstarter in like my junior year, one Kickstarter in my soft or my senior year. Ask for money all um, the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't want to like consistently. I want one thing that I can get a lot of money from. Totally. And like be done asking for money for people. Yeah. I didn't want to like you know get like some money from people in and then come back in a year and be like, hey, I'm doing another project, give me money. Yeah. I really wanted to do like just one. So that's that's gotcha. gonna be my senior. Okay. So essentially, I had to write and continuously I write these episodes very economically, but in the yeah. in the best way I can tell the story in an exciting way and that's that's been a really hard challenge yeah getting like locations and actions that yeah. you know we can do on a budget totally. but also you know is entertaining to watch yeah because you don't want two people like talking in a white room the entire <laughs> yeah, time exactly but yeah that's yeah. that's been continuously struggle and learning process but mm-hmm. i think you know if you watch tv they're really economical too especially totally. like yeah. long-running tv shows yeah. like so i think it's a good skill to learn Definitely. Yeah. And I think that's one of the main problems that beginner filmmakers or main, not problems, mistakes that beginner filmmakers make is that they try to write their first movie about, you know, like space and yeah. we're on the space station and it's like <laughs> i well, did a first movie about space. <laughs> did you really yeah. that's awesome <laughs> one breath shout out one breath all right i like that that's a good title but i i really like the idea of writing with the resources in mind oh yeah because then you then you don't get your hopes up mm-hmm. that you're going to make something and it doesn't work because that happens all the time, yeah. you know? So are you like fully keeping the budget in mind or are you like, okay, I think I can get this apartment, you know, like how much are you breaking it down in the writing process? I don't have like a spreadsheet of a budget, but totally. I'm like, yeah. usually I'm like, okay, I take and like the location. So like in the last one, it was an asylum, right? So yeah. I know there's no really asylums near Savannah. So I knew okay, so it was pretty much all going to be have to happen in this asylum, and that's going to be the only location other than, like, the flashback okay. location. gotcha, yeah. Because, uh, you know, that's going to take a lot of budget by itself. Like, it's going to suck up everything. Mm-hmm. And for this one, 
like it, it takes place kind of in a city so i know i could cheat savannah for a city so i can yeah. put a couple of locations here i know bars are kind of easy to get so let's yeah. place it in a bar gotcha and this works with the story this way yeah totally. so i can like make it like a gang kind of bar thing yeah that's, that's awesome kind of how I go it, about it. so far it seems to have been working out mm-hmm. you know i mean the episodes are getting made so and i think that's one of the, like one reason i respect the project so much because you've stuck with it literally the whole year and yeah. you know you always hear people like we're gonna make so much stuff together and mm-hmm. it just doesn't happen yeah. you know yeah. but like each quarter i mean we were on set for episode two and you're like what weekends are you free <laughs> next yeah, quarter honestly. and i was like all right let's go let's yeah. do it you know I'm, I'm ready so like i i really you know appreciate that it's still getting made especially mm-hmm. since it's a passion project and involves so many people i mean a how lot. many crew do you think there were is, on each episode there was a lot probably the first episode was like 25 yeah. to 30 people and the second one was a little bit more than that yeah uh, maybe a, a good bit at the savannah location yeah too but yeah it's a lot of people it's a lot and we have a couple of people who like you know they come out for an episode and they yeah they come in and out and then we also have our regulars which i i i want to thank so much yeah seriously yeah. for sticking with it it's mm-hmm. it's great because like the first episode i was just acting with our friend michael and yeah. we were kind of like the comic relief you know and we yeah. literally showed up for like five hours and then left like we did our our scene and then we filled in as like extras for like soldiers or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we left and I was like, great. Well, that was a bunch of fun. I can't wait to continue doing this. And then second episode where we were literally, literally all living together for a weekend mm-hmm. and like I had a much bigger scene. So it was, it's really cool because I feel like I've been brought into the family because yeah. episode one, I was kind of like distant in the fact that I was like, I showed up and people like stuff had already been shot, Yeah, you know, which I wasn't used to. Um, I'm used to like being, seeing a project from, Start to the end. Yeah, start to the end. So, like, I literally started on the farthest side of being involved to now I'm directing the third episode. So it's like the most involvement. So the journey. Yeah, it's been a journey for sure, but I really love it. So we're about to shoot episode three in like three weeks? Three weeks. Three weeks? Yeah. So what's the plan afterwards? Once it's all done, what's the timeline? Um, once they're all shot, you mean? Or once it's like all done? I guess just once they're all like done, done. Done, You done. have like a final project. Okay. Product. So my my goal for it is, I well, I have a couple goals, mm-hmm. right? I have dreams and then I have goals. Um, a proper distinction. <laughs> yeah. So essentially what I want to do is I want to do a festival run with it because yeah. now a bunch of festivals are having web series uh, kind of episodes in yeah. there. So I'm going to kind of do a fine the best episode i can and do maybe a next time on or previously on depending on what episode it was just to kind of get some stuff in there cool and then run that through for the festival run yeah uh but also be at the same time pitching it to kind of smaller streaming studios yeah at that time that make content because i think it could possibly be made into a a bigger thing yeah totally. it it definitely has the story's limitless because there's so many different types of games exactly so many different types of directors and yeah it 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 really has a lot to offer and yeah. like we we did three small episodes because you know that's our budget and we just want to make yeah. sure we can do something small but good yes exactly um, so now i i just really want to pitch it to studios and you know like not like netflix because like they don't take anything uh, yeah. but like smaller <laughs> like little studios that maybe yeah. are starting up with like their, their streaming services and stuff and try to get something something from them okay gotcha. um and i think that would be a cool way to kind of merge into it totally i was Uh, thinking the other day that i think it could be a cool youtube original yeah yeah you know obviously they're mostly working with people who are already big youtubers Yeah. yeah but i thought that would be really cool so if it 
doesn't get picked up if by someone, which what is, is your plan? A ninety percent chance. Yeah, totally. Um, probably like ninety five percent chance. Yeah. Which is like very smart to realize that. Yeah. You know? yeah, it's very like it's it's healthy to be aspirational, but also realistic. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, then I'd probably just do what I've always done and release it episode by episode on YouTube gotcha. and just kind of gain a following through that way. Yeah. Yeah. Would you try to produce more episodes? No, I I, I think I'm going to bring the series to a healthy end. Yeah. Um, and I have a bunch of other ideas for other series and stuff okay, that I kind gotcha. of get started on. But I'd love to come back to it and make it a bigger thing if okay. I have like, you know, that sponsor through... Uh, a studio or something totally. like that but where it ends i think it's it's a proper end for yeah, it yeah definitely it's a good ending but yeah. it's also like it does leave room yeah for more fair enough yeah which is like the best kind of ending <laughs> and i I'd, I'd always be open to maybe letting another person who would like to show run it come in and take it from there okay um i you know i'm i'm not really kind of like overly protective yeah I, I, i'd be fine um gotcha. with them kind of taking their own ideas of the story after the ending yeah just in the same universe but yeah. yeah i know you have like a bunch of lore for it do you have like mm-hmm. so these are the first three episodes do you have like okay if we get picked up i already know what episode four is i have well essentially it would if it got picked up i'd start it over and so okay. i use the first three episodes that we film as a proof of concept yes in words and so i'd pretty much start from the beginning but better yeah. Cause I, I, I've, money, I've watched totally. the episode a lot of times, so I know where it falters in story. I know where we gotcha. can add more in. And so I kind of have it all like, this needs more, like this needs more time to actually develop this yeah. area and this arc. Okay. And so I have a better idea of how to make it a better story and more uh, entertaining story all in all. Okay. And so gotcha. I kind of know ideas where, okay, an episode can go here to fill in kind of this gap mm-hmm. that we need. And gotcha. Et cetera, et cetera. That's yeah. very cool. So... I want to talk a little bit about dealing with production problems oh, yeah. <laughs> because this quarter has been just doing that since yeah. it began. And it's easy to talk about the fun parts, but I mean, oh, yeah. there are times when shit hits the fan and mm-hmm. you have to like go into the the problem solving mode, you know, no matter what it is. So what's the biggest problem you've had to deal with on a set where something changes and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> um, oh, okay. I don't know if this is the biggest problem, but I'm sure there's something bigger. Okay. But the first thing that pops into my mind was fall quarter, sophomore year. Okay. I was AD on the first SCAD initiative. Okay. Or I think they're called SCAD projects now. Yeah. Which um, is, just for those who don't know, basically it's like a SCAD funded piece of content to enter into like contests and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. the students work on, but the school funds. Yeah, essentially. And it's a really cool thing. And it's a very really helpful for like learning and yeah i i, I highly uh suggest it like get on one they're great mm-hmm. uh they're really good for learning um but we were on we were pretty much shooting in front of this theater okay and we were in a square and we had this whole kind of half of our square like blocked off with yeah. police and all that like downtown right? downtown yeah, yeah. yeah we it was midnight or probably a little later we just got done with this huge techno shot and we were moving yeah. on we had to go quick can you explain what a techno shot is real quick just for those that don't know so a techno shot is uh we shoot on this big crane that is controlled electronically mm-hmm. and so you have the camera on this huge crane it can come down up side to side and do whatever but yeah it's called really... a techno jib oh yeah, yeah. techno jib. Yeah. yeah sorry <laughs> no you're good um yeah yeah so it's late night and you just got done with the techno shot mm-hmm. and so we spent too much time on that so i was like trying to okay. get people to hurry up and move on because as an ad 
you want to make sure you get all the shots. Yes, exactly. And out of nowhere, sprinklers came on. We were in the middle of the square oh, and sprinklers came God. all over. And we had like lighting equipment and a camera. Oh, shit. And so we all ran across the street and made sure like no one was in the street. And we just yeah. kind of like had this whole area and like just almost everything was wet. And like it was oh, kind of like kind of like Vietnam style. Like people were like <laughs> covering like the sprinklers with like apple boxes. It was like sandbags. It was yeah. like, Rod, get yeah. the camera. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and we made sure not to run the camera, by the way. Yes, That was course. a big thing. Yeah. Um, but then we were all kind of like waiting for the sprinklers to go off. And right as they were about to go off, a car came and just just hit a bunch of other cars, went right through our barrier and like what? passed the police car. Whoa. And this guy was drunk driving. Holy shit. And just went, he didn't like just yeah. even see the police barricade. He yeah. just went right through all this stuff. <laughs> And, and this is like right after the sprinklers? Right after the sprinklers. It went wow. right through our set. That's insane. And if the sprinklers didn't go off, we would have been in the road. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. That is... Wow. That's terrifying. Yeah. So... <laughs> that is absolutely we, terrifying. We literally shut down set for like an hour just trying oh, to figure sure, out, make sure yeah. everyone is okay, make sure that guy is taken care of. Yeah, I'm sure the, I'm uh, sure the cops The cops took came care and <laughs> immediately yeah. arrested him. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, and people's Whoa. cars got hit on the crew because we parked like yeah. along set and people's cars got like really badly damaged so it was it was dang that's the first thing that comes to mind yeah that's pretty big yeah it's pretty sizable wow that is i mean I, was everyone okay everyone was okay okay luckily yeah wow it's good to hear uh, people's cars intense. were damaged so yes. that, was, that was sad but yeah you know life's a hundred billion times more important yeah exactly <laughs> um so whenever you are working on a project and shit hits the fan and you have to kick into problem solving mode. Mm -hmm. What's that like? Because I consider filmmaking to be the epitome of problem solving because Absolutely. you are managing so many things at once. And mm -hmm. something that I've been thinking about with all the problems that we've been dealing with for the past yeah. uh, week is that like other art forms such as painting or graphic design or things like that, where you're mostly working alone, mm -hmm. there are benefits to that in that like, you know, you don't have to worry about other people. You're just working on yourself. Yeah. Which that is not to say that it's a less respected, you know, art Absolutely form. Absolutely not. I could never draw Me neither. anything I good. I couldn't do either of those things like at all. I rely on other people. That's why I do film because <laughs> I just befriend people who are better at jobs <laughs> than me. Yeah. Um, but with film, it's like, okay, we have to schedule 30 people. And if one person drops, we have to find another person whose schedule works with hours. And you're like managing so many things. So do you have a method or is it just, you know, put out the fires? Kind um, of? Well, my first method is work with people you trust. Yeah, totally. Um, and work with people, you know, can do their jobs. Um, because when it's time to crunch and time to, to lock down. Yeah. Those are the people you want around you. Yeah, you totally. want people that you work with well. Exactly. And you can trust and you, you can just collaborate it's still collaborative so like yeah, i'm gonna solve this problem you solve this problem we're exactly. gonna come back yeah and <laughs> that's what we've been doing for the past we'll see what's wrong 48 hours <laughs> um and i think that's like the most important uh thing because like as you said you kind of answered the question for me oh yeah it's it's Sorry about, about that. no you're fine <laughs> don't worry about it uh, it makes my job easier <laughs> <laughs> perfect um uh, is it, it's it's all about like collaborating and yeah. working with people you know can do their job and yeah. and those stressful times because every set's going to have like a really stressful time um, yeah it's important to have thick skin on set yes because everyone's an asshole <laughs> <laughs> honestly everyone's honestly. an asshole and you just have to remember that yeah i like you have to know that you're gonna be an asshole at some point yep. like your best friend's gonna be an asshole yeah uh and you just have to let it go 
someone's gonna yell at you and it's gonna be fine because you're stressed they're stressed yeah tensions are high exactly solve it and move on totally and i think like that's really important to have that kind of mindset to be thick-skinned on yeah. set uh but then after it be like you know like come up to them and be like yo like we're good like it's all good like yeah, we yeah. figured this out like yeah. don't just be like salty with them the entire of time of course totally but like know that you know people are gonna snap people are gonna break yeah. at some points and you just gotta keep going yeah you just gotta you know like help them out mm. where you can you know have them help you yeah and just keep going i think that's an interesting dynamic at scad because we're working with our friends mm -hmm. but you know like like on episodes one and two or like episode one you know we're working together we're friends but you're the director so mm -hmm. it's not like i'm going to come in and try to make a creative decision yeah, that, yeah. Would, that a director would do so it, it is kind of hard to manage like okay how do i talk to this person so they can do their job and i'm kind of their boss you know yeah but also i still want to hang out with them like after yeah, set after you know set, right <laughs> because we're I mean, I'm friends with like majority film people mm -hmm. and we're all like working together and that's like kind of how we hang out mm -hmm. in a way. Is your advice for doing that just, you know, trying to be as mature as possible? Or yeah. have you had have you had scenarios where it's like it's gone the wrong way, you know, uh, gone poorly? Yeah, I mean, every, every I think everyone's had like the scenarios where you really like and either it's your fault or somebody else's fault, yeah. but like you just... You you, you you yell, you, you fight, totally. or yeah. just like, you, you just mess up. Yeah. Something happens and it affects not just on set, just the, the entire time. And yep. like, you maybe don't even talk to that person anymore. Yeah. I have no advice for that. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> it just sucks. It, <laughs> it just, just sucks. It's, it's hard to manage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's just life. Yeah. Um, but you, my advice is just work with people you love. Totally. Work with people you know you can rely on. Yeah. And don't take things personally. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. The second you start doing that, yeah. even if you're working like on a professional set and yeah. it's not like friends, it's like strangers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It can get dicey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. T definitely don't take things personally, but also don't give things personally either, of course. You yeah. Know, like if you are in a situation in which you have like some level of authority, just do it like a job. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it is. Yeah. So it has been interesting learning how to manage that from set to set it is interesting um how you were saying it's, it's just a job and i think that's a that's a mindset that especially as students we we don't really have at points and yeah. that's good and bad at the yes. same time because sometimes on sets like when something's going all wrong and like yeah. people are freaking really out and like oh it's not gonna look like this yeah you just have to step back and like this is a film like <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is totally, a film. Dude. this is not saving anybody's life exactly um, this is not like doing anything yeah amazingly important especially yeah. if it's a student film like exactly. I, I love i love student films i yeah. love being able to do them but like let's be honest <laughs> let's be honest guys like they're not gonna change yeah. the world exactly and like even like really big important films like they they help you know nurture our young they like you know they, they change the next generation but you, you have to have that attitude that like this is just uh, just a piece of content that's totally. just gonna go into the pool of other content yeah <laughs> the saturated pool yeah of other content and you know if that film doesn't work out well as long as you still have these friendships you can make another film. make another movie yeah which is like always possible mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's a really good you know position to be in so um i realized this a couple minutes ago mm -hmm. you've had kevin batu on here i have you've had mitchell pope on here i have and now you have me on here i have so little do you know maybe possibly mm -hmm. that we were all roommates freshman I've heard. year yeah so essentially you just you got the two talented people and then you're like well <laughs> damn i guess i have to I go with that yeah <laughs> you know I, I did these other two guys right. you know 
he's gonna feel bad if he doesn't get on here like exactly you know it's a sympathy-based podcast yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about managing friendships this is me managing a friendship oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> no I, we've wanted to have you had you on for a while because like i mean literally worked on film 100 uh-huh. together yeah. and it's been i mean you came and worked on 38 and stuff like that so <laughs> but no you coming on last was not purposeful oh <laughs> he says hey. with cross fingers <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly i literally tried to get you last week and you were yeah. going on a different set you know oh yeah <laughs> um before we wrap it out i want to ask what is your uh the favorite set you've worked on and if you have any fun not terrible set stories because i feel like set stories are often like this shit happened and these people got in a fight and this camera broke you know it's always like the mm-hmm. bad stories um but what's a set that you like look back on super fondly and you know of course no set is without problems yeah. but you know something like that some a light-hearted note <laughs> as we talk about the problems and everything so i think a big set that pretty much everyone who worked on that i talked to absolutely adores yeah and it recently just premiered i'm so excited to see it in real life yeah. but um nesting dolls which was this this feature film this indie feature that was made i didn't know it was a feature okay yeah gotcha. it's feature film big nice. boy big boys um and it was made the summer of my freshman year okay so like was, between freshman and sophomore between freshman gotcha. and sophomore yeah gotcha so um I was script supervisor on it. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And so we shot for, I think, three and a half weeks. Damn. In Virginia. Okay. Uh, at this one location. And it was amazing. Yeah. It, I mean, it was living conditions. It was awful. Like, <laughs> food was awful. We didn't get to sleep. Yeah. But it was amazing. And yeah. I don't know how they got away with it. Like, how yeah. did no one just walk? But, like, <laughs> no, honestly, but like, I love it. And I think yeah. everybody loved it. And I think That's just because, awesome. like, the overall, you know, aura of like yeah. the crew like everyone's happy everyone's like really good friends everyone's yeah. good to be there and i think that really reflects how like work with people you like work with people you totally. can trust yeah because like you know someone that you don't know like brought on the set yeah and like don't work well with like that this is going to be a problem you know because exactly. like they're not gonna like their living conditions yeah because we were living in tents um wow yeah. okay well, you're you're straight up camping yeah wow and but it was the best yeah absolutely the best That's and awesome. I, I can't i can't say enough good things about it that's great i i always look back on it fondly and i've learned so much about filmmaking yeah from them yeah yeah and that's it was awesome. i'm so was so honored to be on that set that's great um, we'll put it in uh since it is premiering we'll uh mm-hmm. if i can find info about like you know film festivals or whatever i'll put that in the, the description yeah, maybe absolutely. maybe it'll be in a city near you and oh, we yeah. can go see it that's great i that reminds me of uh reconnection episode two actually because mm-hmm. you know it was all night shoots yeah in that prison and it was like super late but like everyone was just doing it having fun and just making it happen yeah and i really like when you talk about it i kind of i get that 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 sense of nesting dolls yeah yeah Yeah. exactly exactly well seth thank you so much for coming on the podcast is there anything you want to plug before we head on out um follow cunning films on instagram linked in the description that's your production company that is my uh production company nice is it is it official llc it is an official look at you go look at that i still need to do that with old old tungsten (laughs) (laughs) well great yeah i'll link that and your personal instagram as well in the description (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna give you that tungsten bump in your follower account but yeah just a few housekeeping things we were talking about indiegogo or like kickstarter and stuff like that earlier um yes just to Today, so exciting yes whenever this is going up it should be just today yeah we just launched the indiegogo campaign for this film that i'm acting in and producing in shooting in louisiana early june the code directors are taylor dick and hammond lake taylor was the first ac on thirty-eight thousand. he was That's, amazing he was a 
funny amazing guy. very funny, funny guy. guy and i'm producing it and i've been like helping out a bunch of the indiegogo campaigns so i will link that in the description it's a movie about a college student played by me that goes to visit his terminally ill grandfather in like the last weekend before he passes away so it's like super dramatic <laughs> it's yeah. gonna be a bunch of fun and we're kind of getting like the band back together from Thirty-eight thousand. Oh, yeah. like Haley, who was a pa on 38 is production designer on it oh wow marina who yeah. was the dp is gaffing it marina's amazing um, marina's great um Can't say enough good things yeah honestly <laughs> so um please go check that out i will link that in the description you could help us make a great movie and uh yeah we'll keep follow our accounts to see what fun stuff we're making we are literally shooting tomorrow <laughs> yeah and then we're shooting reconnection in like three weeks oh yeah and then it'll be summertime dope 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 and then we'll have a break maybe <laughs> oh no no <laughs> absolutely not ever. well seth thank you so much this has been fun please right. come back we'd love to have you anytime have a good weekend y'all have a great weekend y'all